Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. Would you rather eat shit that tastes like chocolate or eat chocolate that tastes like shit? That's easy. Eat shit that tastes like chocolate. (laughs) Okay. Good answer, I guess. Happy recording day. (laughs) Yeah. Happy recording day. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. I mean, I wouldn't want to eat chocolate that tastes like shit because in in my head, I'm just going to, it's going to be disgusting. At least if you're eating shit that tastes like chocolate, you're tasting chocolate. Yeah, I guess. But what if it's like runny, like a, you know, chocolate fountain? Still tastes (laughs) like chocolate. Which I'm assuming would then smell like chocolate, right? Yes, of course. So, I don't I mean, think uh, I don't think it can smell different from the way it tastes. At least I don't think I've ever had anything that tastes different from the way it smells. Like okay, so if you go to a party and they have a chocolate fountain, what are they called? Fondue or whatever? Sure. I don't know. I'm not a culinary expert. Although, secret time. Secret time. <laughs> nice. Me and my wife binge watch cooking shows like we should be chefs. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, I love it. I do. It makes me hungry and want to cook. And then I'm like, ooh, let's look up a recipe for that. And then I'm just deflated and like, yeah, I don't have an evulsion blender with the uh, schematics to properly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I don't yeah. know, dude. I didn't go to school for it, but I just like watching it. Anyway, uh, let's say you go to a party and there's a chocolate fountain and you're just enjoying that chocolate fountain and someone comes up, the host of the party even, and is like, yo, dude, you like that chocolate? They're like, yeah, it's amazing. It tastes really good. It's really good chocolate. It's like, it's actually shit. Are you going to uh, care? <laughs> yes, I am going to care. <laughs> I think my chocolate days would be over. Um, but it tastes like chocolate. Yep. Yep, sure uh, does. Yeah, I mean, that's a hard one. I guess a weird... Here's where my brain kind of just went, and this is why I'm a weird person, but... Like, eating shit, does that, like... I mean, is it bad for you? I'd imagine so. It's all of your bodily waste in solid form. So, it's literally what your body is rejecting. So, I would imagine that it's not good for you. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) I mean, I don't ever want to find out. But if I did, I'd want it to taste like chocolate. 
Yeah. What about yeah. you? Um. Well, I, I think I would go the opposite way. I would. I think I would do the chocolate that tastes like shit because I wouldn't be able to get my mind around eating shit, even if it tastes like chocolate. So, yeah, I wouldn't be able to mentally prepare for something like that. <laughs> but it was a good question. That was yeah, pretty good. It's, it's a thinker. That'll make you think for a little bit. So, <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, audience, that we opened in such a nasty form, but... No, we did not. You did. don't put that on me don't put your shit on me yeah well you know i mean most of my would you rathers are extremely dirty so they go on the conversations when we're not recording so it's just the way it goes man my brain is messed up sometimes so you know what also is messed up, I feel like? Hmm. The Super Bowl, man. Why is it messed up? Well, I shouldn't say the Super Bowl. I should say the playoffs. That's what I meant to. That, that was yeah. what I meant. I, they uh, have been, for sure. Man, I did not think it was going to play out the way yeah. it did, <clears throat> which I think we've talked about that already with some of the other playoff games. And, you know, I'm not some football you know, head guy or what? Like I said that really weird. I'm not like a football nerd, you know, but I do watch it and enjoy the game. And yeah, man, I, I, that being said though, I do think it should be a good Super Bowl for sure. But what are your thoughts? Um, so I, I agree with you in that there were just nothing but upsets, right, for the playoffs. Um, so, you know, the the expectations that I had of, of the best teams were all shattered. Um, but that being said, I'm, I'm not I, – I guess I feel a little better having KC and San Fran go at it um, in the Super Bowl, I really think San Fran is going to spank them. I can't remember what my original prediction was for who was going to be in the Super Bowl. I might have said San Fran, KC. Uh, I thought you said the Ravens. Yeah, I probably said the Ravens. I could be yeah. wrong. Plus, like, dude, every game it changes, and you're like, what <laughs> just right. happened? Right. No, I think you're right. I think I did say the Ravens. Um, cause yeah, definitely I wouldn't be that good to predict who's going to be in the Super Bowl. I normally suck at picking odds and just throw away money for uh, football squares, which is why I'm refusing to participate in squares this year. I told all my buddies, I said, look, nope. Last time you guys just took all my money. I'm not giving it away this year. So no squares for me. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a hell of a game um, because San Fran and KC, both awesome teams. But KC is a non-starter. Uh, 
like the, the last three games that I've watched of them, they've sucked in the first half. And then they try yeah. to turn it on towards the end. And it's like, nah, that, that has worked so far, but I don't think that it'll work against a team as balanced as uh, San Fran. You know, so they're, they're both. They're, their offensive line and their defensive line is out of this world. Top notch for the league. They're awesome against the run. And um, honestly, KC, all they've got, they've got Patty Mahomes, and he's a great player. He's got some great legs under him. But I don't think that he's going to be able to do it because I think he's still a little bit too young. I think he's like 24 right now. And he just doesn't have the the experience on a big stage like this. So I think there's a good chance that he's going to choke. But I'm often wrong. So, you know, take my prediction for what it's worth. Absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. A shit fountain that tastes like chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. <clears throat> yeah, um, I don't even... I don't have a prediction. Not that anyone would care what my prediction is, but... I just want to see uh, a good football game, and I do think we will see that based on watching them play, uh, especially recently. One thing I do kind of want to point out, too, because I was bitching about <clears throat> the NFL like and their fighting and all that BS... Man, I've seen a lot of camaraderie between teams in the last, like, especially in the playoffs. And it's like, it's, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm, you know, freaking part woman or something, but like, my heart beat, but it beat quiet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it's cool to see like players helping other players like get up and, you know, smack them on the butt and you can see they're talking but they're not fighting and it's it just feels like yeah man like you enjoy what you're doing you're having fun you're going out there to like play this aggressive sport but then like once the play's done you're like ah oh, i'm too fast for you bitch smack <laughs> them on the ass do a little fist bump help them get off the ground and then you go play the game again i don't know man it's kind of cool that's what i like to see you know I don't like play to be done and then, oh, let's talk shit and like start shoving and ripping helmets off. and Right. Sliding and all that crap. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it before, you know, it's, it's supposed to be a professional sport. You, you expect the guys to play, you know, with a little bit of class and sometimes it doesn't happen. I think probably in their midweek rituals, they, uh, they've, they've heard me on this podcast and they're like, man. We're gonna. We need to work on this, guys. They probably sent out an email. You know what I'm saying? Huh? Yeah, of course. Your your words have that much weight and power to it. (laughs) Yeah. So, I totally get that. I know. People should want to be me. Yeah, we we covered that a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, on another sport note, though, Conor McGregor. Did you see his 42nd fight? No, but I heard some guys talking about it. Oh my goodness, dude. All I heard was the uh 
the prelim fights were like more entertaining which honestly the last time you were here we went with um Dally. one of our friends dallas to watch some uh some game or some games some fights at b-dubs and i felt like it was the same way yeah oh agreed like agreed. what was it 100 10 seconds or less and the dude was out like the prelim fights were better yeah yeah that's right that was the fastest ko in ufc history or maybe it was five seconds no, no i think it was somewhere over 10 um still crazy you could watch the playback and you knew in three seconds that dude was out anyway but sure exactly so um actually they're saying that conor mcgregor's next fight might be against that guy so right now as it stands mcgregor and i cannot remember that guy's name they now have the two fastest knockouts in ufc history and um and Connor was fighting at 170, which is this that other guy's weight class. Um, it's a good chance that they'll end up fighting each other. Um, but one thing, you know, speaking of class, uh, Connor, you know, he hadn't fought in, you know, in the UFC in, in a couple of years. And, you know, the last time he did, he fought Khabib and was talking mad shit and you know, dissing Islam and, and really embarrassed himself and ended up getting knocked out. Um, so this time, dude, this time he was so much more humble. You know, he just came to the ring, just like super respectful and, you know, uh, leading up to the fights, you know, he was very subdued, you know, just like, Hey, you know, I think I'm the greatest fighter in the world, but you know what? We're gonna we're gonna see what happens. <laughs> you know, he wasn't talking all that mad shit like he was before. Um and he came out and embarrassed the guy. Knocked him out real quick. So um when I was watching the highlights, even the commentators they were just like this fight was so short, we had to add in the walkout just to make this segment long enough. <laughs> you know uh, so I thought that was pretty cool man it goes to show you a little bit of humility it go a long way just a little bit you know we don't all have to be uh, super cocky even when we are good at things you know so I thought that was pretty good so I was rooting for him just because he actually showed a little bit of humility. Yeah. You know. Um, <clears throat> so Weird. Yeah. I didn't watch it, but. Yeah. But, no, you know, that's, you know, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. So. <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> so, um, so we're going to talk about. God's sovereignty, but you can't think of what you were going to say. Yeah, I had this revelation, like, from the Lord. He came down. He manifested, glowing in front of me. No, I'm kidding. Glowing. Don't believe what I just said. But I did have some a thought process, and you even said it. You're like, dude, we need to record it before you forget. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to forget. Yeah. And here we are, and I'm like, what was I? What was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, we we do know that well, sovereignty is it's God's ability to be in control of everything at all times. I was thinking about it, and I had a thought about it that I'd like to share with you. Dude, I don't know if me. you do this, but I do this quite often. I like f- for reals. When I say I'm often wrong, I really do believe that I'm often wrong. Like I believe that with all my heart. I'm often wrong. You know, if if let's just say something small, like I'm trying to get to a place that I've been to a hundred times, and I'm like, oh, I'll just take this route because it should be faster. Nope, it's longer every single time. Um, you know, I like going down the green dot stables. I can't tell you how many times I've been there. Dozens of times. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I get lost because I'm trying to get there without looking at my GPS. You know, stuff like that. Um, but there's this thing that happens a lot of times. I'm not even thinking about it. I'll be going to work just like I do every single freaking day. And I'll end up taking a mile road all the way there. Just not even thinking like I've got a podcast on or something like that. And I should jump on the freeway. I normally jump on the freeway, but on a random day, I'll just take 10 mile road all the way down to Van Dyke and Van Dyke, you know, up to where I need to go to Tata Motors. Their motors are the tits. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'll get I'll finally get to work and maybe be ten minutes later than what I wanted to be. And then I'll just like okay, you big dummy, why did you take the mile road all the way? You know? And then maybe later I'll find out, well, there was an accident on six ninety six or you know, something happened on the road that I would normally take and I avoided it. And I think that that's a I don't know, it's a small indication of God's sovereignty, but I, th- I think it's still something to at least be acknowledged. So I try to acknowledge it, you know. I, I think there's so many times where I've done something different out of my ordinary routine, and I've avoided some disaster as a result. And I think that that is part of God's sovereignty. Like just being in control of everything, like even without even speaking to me, don't go this way or don't go that way. I just end up doing something different and I avoid something. That ever happened to you? Or does uh, that make sense? Does that resonate at all? Yeah. I mean, I know it's shallow. It's not anything deep, but. I'm trying to look up the word sovereignty to to judge, uh, <clears throat> not judge. Why did I say that? Uh-huh. To uh, spur the old memory. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Go ahead. Find out what Google tells you about the sovereignty of God. Well, Google says it's a noun and an adjective. Okay. And the noun. Is a supreme ruler, especially a monarch. Mm-hmm. Um, the adjective is possessing supreme or ultimate 
power. Right. right. <clears throat> and uh, I don't know, man. I just I can't freaking get my brain to work right now. Like there was a <laughs> there was a specific reason I wanted to talk about it based on one of the most recent podcasts, but I just can't get my head to get there, man. You ever have that? Yeah. That's like yeah. when you're trying to think of a word or someone's name and you're like, oh, it's just like right there on the tip of my tongue. Mm-hmm. And you know that you know it, but you just can't get it. That's what, that's what I'm living right now. I get it. You probably need to get some sleep. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Go to bed early tonight instead of at 3 a.m. <laughs> Actually, I have been, uh, I've been doing better with that. Have you? Yes. Getting knocked out early. Mama said knock you out. I'm going to knock you out. All right, we yeah. definitely have to drop that in there now. That's twice. <laughs> All right. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, when you talk about sovereignty, I think about God being in control of everything. And, um, and, and nothing escaping his his ultimate, you know, plan or will. Like he's still going to have his way no matter what type of deal. You know, that's what I think about when I, when I think of the sovereignty of God. Yeah. It is one of his, you know, one of his many attributes. Well, I studied sovereignty. Uh, good Lord. Well over 10 years ago. And I read some books on authority and, um, you know, stuff like that. And <clears throat> it dove deep into like Old Testament stuff. And because, like, sovereignty to us these days, I feel like is completely different than what it was back then. Because back oh, then so. they didn't know me, but now I'm hot, hose all on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mike Jones, who? You know what I'm talking about, Mike Jones? Of course. All We've right, talked you're, about you're Mike Jones. You're not feeling it. You're just like, yeah, I understand that completely, sir. <laughs> Come on, bro. Where y'all ghetto at, dude? I parked it just for this <laughs> podcast. Anyway, you know, and I don't know. Just the whole thing of like. With the Christian faith, obviously believing that God is sovereign, right? Like, there's no one above him. There's no other him. No versions of him. There's God. And what he says goes, right? And then Jesus came, and it's still the same, but, like, there's grace applied to that, which I feel like there was less grace, maybe, that manifested in the old Testament times than do now, obviously. And sure. I don't know, man. It's just kind of like, even as Americans, right. If you want to take God out of it for a second, like we don't have a King or a queen. We have Trump or Obama or Roosevelt or whoever, right. We have a president, but then there's like cabinets and senates and legislative branch and judicial branch. Like, it's this one guy, it's not a dictatorship, right? It's not a 
authoritative. Well, what's the other thing? Uh, a monarchy or a yeah, monarchy. Sure. It's not like a what I say go. Like he's not our king. And then whatever the king decides, you know, that's what we do. Sure. And, uh, you know, there's still places in the world that are like that. And it's crazy to me because I don't live in that structure. Right. But then I try and, you know, kind of parallel things with my life, which is what we all do. And sovereignty of God. Like, what does that mean? And I don't know, man. I uh, probably just rambling right now. Yeah, dude. I I really want to know what puts you on this path, (laughs) and why the hell you can't think of it right now. I really don't know. It's probably because I'm trying. Okay. We're gonna get off this podcast, and 20 minutes later, me pooping and be like, "Oh my god!" (laughs) Exactly. You're going to sit on the throne and figure out exactly what you wanted to say and how you wanted to say it. Yeah. With the bomb ass example. And the then it's going to be bro. too late. It's going to be too late. Um, but yeah, I, I get it. Um, it. I think it's still, oops, that wasn't supposed to be loud. Um, I didn't hear anything. Oh, good. So, you know, I, I guess if I can just keep going, then uh, another thing that I think about when it comes down to the sovereignty of God is how he re, he has chosen through history to reveal himself to different people. Like you remember years ago, we would hear stories about uh, Muslims having dreams about Jesus. You ever hear no. stories like that? I don't think so. Yeah. So, you know, Back in the church days, I remember, you know, uh, missionaries coming into the church to speak and and talking about, you know, just miraculous events like that. Jesus revealing himself to to the Muslim nation, to to a bunch of different Muslims in, in dreams and in visions like they would see him walk into a room and or whatever. And or he would show up and he would heal somebody. Something like that, and um, you know, I I, I guess I, I I think about the things that seem to be super impossible. You know, God deciding whenever He decides to just go ahead and show up and and do it, and or do something to make Himself known. I, I consider that to fall under that same umbrella of His sovereignty, and um, I don't know. I I, I guess it's just. Uh, the more you, the more you think about it, the I guess the more you you're able to appreciate God for who He is and what He chooses to do, uh, even with the things that don't make sense. You know, um, sure. Because there are like these, you know, underground churches of former Muslims that worship Jesus, all because He appeared to them in a dream. And I think stuff like that is super cool. You know, something that seems impossible that would never happen. He makes it happen just to show the world that, or just to show us all that he, he's in control. He can do whatever the hell he wants. 
or I should say he sh he can do whatever the heaven he wants. <laughs> <laughs> Lame yeah. Christian joke. That was stupid. Yeah, I know. It's a dad joke. <clears throat> I think part of the sovereignty thing for me, and I don't know if this is where I was trying to go, but it's where I'm going to go now. Okay. Because otherwise I'm just going to sit here and be like, I don't know, man. Um, but to me, thinking about the sovereignty of God, right? Like we have, I, I keep going back to this stupid freaking tree. So I'm going to go there. We have this big tree in our front yard, right? I mean, it's big. Like I can't wrap my arms around it. And honestly, if you, me, like probably you, me, and one other person could wrap all three arms around it and then like touch, maybe like that's how round it is, right? I mean, this thing is massive. And then, like, if you know anything about trees or remember from school, like, trees usually, their roots are just as, like, go deep just as the tree is tall. Well, this tree out here is probably, I mean, I don't know, maybe 30, 40 feet tall, maybe not 40, but at least 30. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is a big freaking tree. And, like, you know, on windy days, like we've had a lot of wind uh, recently, and <clears throat> it's just crazy to think. Like, I wonder how much wind it would take to like uproot this dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just the sheer power of like that tree. Not that like the tree's doing anything; it's just being a tree. But like, I still think that, you know, on some weird level, like. There's a lot of power in that tree. Like, that tree is sturdy, bro. It ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, to me, is, like, God's sovereignty. <clears throat> that, to me, also is, like, that big-ass tree grew, and, like, no human told it to do that. You know? Like, sure, we can plant a tree, but we don't tell the tree to like, we don't make it grow. Like the, the systems that are sovereign in our faith, that our sovereign God put in motion is what makes the tree one, be a tree and two become the tree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just weird to think that like, there's this being who I can't see. I don't audibly hear. I can't smell him, you know, but <clears throat> he created everything, right? And then he gave us dominion over the earth. Mm -hmm. And it's just weird to think about that, you know? And <clears throat> then you throw in the whole, like, Satan thing and Lucifer. And now, you know, he's the ruler of, uh, what does the Bible say? Prince he's of the, the power of the air. Yeah, so he's like, you know, there's, I, I guess, even stuff that God allows Lucifer to have dominion over. You know what I'm saying? And it's sure. just like, think about that. Like, that's not like, I mean, I don't even know how to parallel that, but that's like a big thing. Yeah. Like, the fact that the, the enemy of, the creation of everything has the power, or should I say was given the power to come to said creation or 
creator and be like, no, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And God allows it. Like, and I don't know, like this, that's some badass shit, bro. To think about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that's like mafia style. Like you're only <laughs> cleaning my shoes because I'm allowing you to clean my shoes. Sure. Kind of shit. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I and mean, that's yeah. horrible, horrible analogy. No, but. I get it. He's, he's not relinquishing control. God is not relinquishing control. So might, are you tracking with me? I am. I All am. right. I'm with you. Why doesn't he just fucking say, you know what? This is shit. <laughs> like, this is just bullshit. And I could do something else or way better. Like, why does he let us live? Why does he let us, like, suck at being dominions over the earth? Because we suck at it. <laughs> We're killing this fucking marble that we're flying around on in this tiny little dot in this massive galaxy that we don't even know about because we're so small and our brains haven't figured things out yet. Like, I don't know, man. There's just, there's a lot to talk about, I guess, in that whole thing. But man, it's so intriguing that like, and I guess it comes back to like, oh, what's the point of everything? And, you know, looking for answers for the unknown. I get that. But like, yeah, I well, think for me, just from my faith, believing in God, believing in the Bible and struggling with a lot of it uh, <clears throat> and sucking as a human being <laughs> all while I'm struggling and believing things. It's just insane to think that like at any point, God could just end stuff or he could make things better or he could do whatever the fuck he wants. Like, who am I? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yet he allows me and you and my dog and animals to just be and like bring him glory. Like to go back to the tree in the front yard that's dormant right now. So it looks like, it's dead but it's really not like it's ugly but man in the spring and summer that joker's full and it's like it 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 houses life like birds and squirrels and you know bugs and all this stuff right yeah <clears throat> like just that freaking tree man is like is that a testament of god's sovereignty which might be weird. I don't even know if that makes sense that I'm saying it out loud, but like, just literally think about it. That big tree. I don't know. I'm weird. No, you're onto something. I mean, in, in Romans, the first chapter, God, uh, or Paul, Paul basically says that very thing. He says, for the invisible things of the creation, I think it's verse 20. It says, the invisible things of the creation are clearly saying, uh, or the the invisible things of God. Ah, I'm messing it up. Um, it's the verse where it's basically saying <clears throat> God doesn't have to show himself to you because you can see it in nature, right? A yeah, dumbed-down version. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, for the invisible things of him from the beginning are clearly seen in the things that are made. So, like, in other words, we 
we have testimony of the existence of God, the sovereignty of God, the attributes of God based on what he's created because everything that he's created speaks a little bit about his character and in so many words that's what it's saying yeah um so i I get it um yeah for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made even his eternal power and godhead his sovereignty so that they are without excuse so in other words, all the things that God has created testify of him, of his eternal Godhead, of his eternal power. Um, all of creation testifies of it. And he set it up that way so that we, can, we would be without excuse. In other words, we can't stand before him on judgment day and just be like, I never knew you existed. Yeah. You know. No yeah. one brought me a Bible. Yeah, yeah, that's just not going to fly. When we stand before him, it's all going to be clear that everything that we've been seeing and admiring or not admiring really does testify of him. Um, so, and only a God that's in control of everything would be able to set it up like that. You know, we have to see him in his creation. We have to see him in the things that he's made um, because they all testify of him. I got a thought for you, though. Um, something that you said, and I know we got to bring this to a close, and I want to. Um, but we were talking about Satan being the prince of the power of the air. Just a thought. Okay. Isn't it interesting that... Um, the media, television, the internet, all this stuff that we have that communicates with each other, that we use to tear each other down and we use to talk shit and troll people and stuff like that. All of that is considered like airtime and that the devil is the prince and power of the air. It's just, I was listening to something the other day and they were talking about how um, there's just nothing good online anymore. Like you got so many people that are running away from Twitter, running away from Facebook, not watching mainstream news anymore. Like the viewership is going down on every station um, for the news because it's all like owned by, you know, a handful of people and they're dictating what you as a news reporter are allowed to say and what you're not. And it's a reason why they call it programming. You know, you're watching this program or you're watching that program because it's literally programming. And um and the fact is is that the programming that's on isn't godly. Well there's only one other choice. And it's interesting that he's the prince in the power of the air. And all of this programming happens on the air. Yeah. Ever think about that? I just thought that was interesting. Not in that way. I I used to think that way with certain other things, though. Just media in general, or music even. 
Sure. I, I like think of, the- of course the some of the most influential uh famous people out there are fucked up and you know lead people <clears throat> astray through certain things and blah 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 yeah, yeah it's, i mean i haven't thought about it through like internet but i mean yeah it, i can yeah. definitely see how it makes sense yeah know? it's all the airwaves and, and i think the point um that i got out of you know out of that that wasn't exactly what was discussed but i just kind of like took it a little bit further in my own mind thinking about mm-hmm. it and, you know, I just came to the conclusion that it's just so important that we watch what we, uh, we're, we're, we're careful as to what we allow ourselves to be consumed with, you know, because oh, be not a, careful little eyes what you see. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fact is, is that, um, you know, the Bible talks about protecting our, our gates, right? Our eyes and our ears. And, um, you know, and, and just guarding our hearts and, and making sure that we're not allowing ourselves to be consumed with, uh, you know, shit that tastes like chocolate. Damn. Full circle, bro. <laughs> Props <laughs> on that one, bro. That was, I mean, I wasn't even thinking like that. Yeah, we can't be consumed with it because it uh, it can lead us astray. It can cause a lot of confusion, and um, and with so many polarizing polarizing views that we're being programmed with, uh, people are thinking for themselves less and less these days. In my opinion, uh, and and when you do that, you you really open up yourself to some dumb opinions and some. Uh, some ill shit that basically won't profit your spirit at all. So, um, you know, if he truly is the prince of the power of the air, we got to watch what we're watching on the air, you know, be careful of what, what is being aired. Just, you know, watch it, you know, don't get too involved with it because it is, it truly is programming and, the powers that be are trying to tell you exactly how to think and how to interpret the world. And, and truthfully, um, the way that we interpret this world should be through the eyes of scripture, not through what, you know, Fox news or CNN tells us. Yeah. So there you go. I think, I think, uh, the key part of what you just said was not to be consumed by it because yeah, you know, I know people and I used to be this person who thought I can't, you know, I like, for instance, like I don't want rated R movies rated R movies because I don't want to fill my head with that. You know, I don't want to give the devil a foothold. It's like, okay, well that's a little extreme, but yeah, to your point, you're saying don't go the opposite extreme of like, that's all I'm going to listen to because I'm strong enough. Because eventually you ain't going to be strong enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, sure. Eventually you're going to be listening to these opinions and these thoughts and these whatevers. And then you're going to start 
to have them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. I just, you know, given the fact that these are all called programs, I, I, I don't want to be programmed. I, I, you know, it can be argued that, that we're Christian and therefore we're already programmed to think a certain kind of way. Yeah. Um, we're brainwashed. You know, and, yeah. And, and, and there is a, there is some truth to that. Um, but there's nothing better than being able to think for yourself and, and come to your own conclusions. Um, you know, not just with the programming that they, that the media is trying to put out there, but even in your own faith, even with your own interpretation of scripture, yeah. you know, think for yourself, you know, get to the bottom of it, study, do what you got to do, uh, to be grounded in what you believe and what you feel is true. Um, well, I, I think, again, I know we've said this several, several, several times, but that's kind of what we want to do with this podcast is be vulnerable enough to put ourselves in the air (laughs) for people to listen to and you know question along with us like i'm not saying i got all the answers i'm saying i felt like i was brainwashed to a certain degree and now i want to i want to test the scriptures and i want to see what's truth and what's not or maybe it's not that black and white maybe it's well yeah that's truth but you're like this you're i mean you're like super extreme with that bro like you can you can chill out a little with that one you know what i'm saying like sure <clears throat> yeah there's so many dualities out there you know and, and we got to be able to accept the things that accept the things that are true according to scripture and also acknowledge the fact that there are things in society and culture that contradict it. And, you know, I don't know. I, I guess I'm getting to a point where I, where I'm saying that, you know, with the little bit of duality, you know, both don't have to be false or one doesn't have to be wrong and the other, right? Like two things can actually be true at the same time. But that statement right there is a lot to unpack. Maybe we should try it on another podcast. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's a lot to unpack. Um, but yeah, just don't be brainwashed and programmed. Um, but, you know, think for yourself, come to some conclusions, and, and hold fast to that which is good. That's what scripture tells us, right? Hold fast to that which is good. Um, yep. So... All right. God is good. God is good and sovereign, by the way. He has more sovereignty than the queen. (laughs) Yeah. So. All right, bro. It's been real. We're uh, 50 minutes in almost. So. And so our half hour episode. It took us a while. It took us a minute, but we got there. All right, man. Well, happy Wednesday, <laughs> and uh, you know, we'll we'll see you Sunday. <laughs> Love your pauses, man. Uh, I really do. Uh, so check us out on uh, our website, unchurchpodcast.wordpress.com, um, and uh, 
hit us up on there and, and subscribe and follow us and uh, we can keep a conversation going. Also, um, our social media, Instagram and Twitter at UnchurchedPod. And, uh, and like and subscribe wherever you're listening to us right now. So we appreciate you. We've, we've, we're well over 6,000 plays right now, which is awesome. Even though 2,000 of them are me and Sean. Uh, we're getting there we're getting there so we're still working on some exciting things uh, that are coming and uh, it's a new year 2020 goals we're going to make it happen alright Captain peace